Welcome back to the We Know Fancy podcast featuring the Fancy Fro. That means I'm joined here, as always, with the one, the only Fancy Fro. Fro, it's Wednesday. How are you? I'm doing well. It's hump day. We have some football on today. We got some hockey on. We got some playoff baseball game five. It's a great day to be a sports fan. Yeah, and as a Phillies fan, it's always great, even though we didn't make the playoffs, to see the, well, Braves, the Braves lose. Yeah, the Braves got Love whacked. to see that. Love to see that. And also, it's a great day. It's a great week to be a 49ers fan. 4-0, baby. Absolutely destroyed Baker Mayfield and those Cleveland Browns on Monday Night Football. Love to see it. Love to see it. So, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Fro, where do the good people find you? Find me on Twitter at Fantasy Fro. Okay. Remember, we both have premium services uh, slots available. We're, let's see, this is week six, so we have discounted rates for the rest of the season. So hit us up on ins- or on social media to get involved in that. It's a paid service that you pretty much guaranteed our advice and in-depth. It's it's pretty extensive. A lot of work goes into it. So if you're interested in winning your league, essentially, uh, hit us up. Visit our website site we know fancy.com there's a, a series of great articles from our great group of contributors we have the lock and key series by mike the player rankings by cody the b team by myself to buy low sell high by steven and of course brian and megan are on there with breaking news content uh i'll be back monday every monday night with a waiver wire wishlist podcast featuring myself no one's on there with me. I just talk about the uh, must-ads for the week ahead of the waiver wire. Straightforward. And uh, tomorrow we'll be releasing the second second uh, We Know Fantasy Contributors podcast. Last week, Brian, Cody, and Steven um, uh, went at it. And uh, it was a pretty good show. It was, it was great to see uh, you know, something else coming out. Some different opinions on football coming out of the We Know Fantasy uh, family of podcasts. So great to see that. So look forward to that uh, tomorrow as always. So... With that being said, let's hop into uh, some things here. We're going to talk about uh, players who could be traded and their fancy impact if they are. We're breaking down the top rookies, and we're going to talk about our must-start players as always. So let's kick the things off here. Let's talk about some players who uh, could be traded and a fancy impact that goes along with that. Um, I'll start here. Here's a guy that is, you know, it's, it's pretty known that he's could be on the move. That's A.J. Green. Yet to play a game this season. You know, he's second, I believe, uh, in the history of the Cincinnati Bengals in receiving yards and receptions, you know, put up a great career there. Annual uh, Pro Bowl player, if he can stay on the field, that's a problem that. But some teams that may be interested, the Patriots, the Eagles, the 49ers, Texans, and Colts, just to name a few, pretty much any team in contention will be in for this guy if he's made available. Um, I guess the value on this guy, I don't think at this point in the season, you're going to put a first rounder up for a, a uh, almost 30-year-old injury-prone receiver. But probably a second would do, I would say. So it's safe to say that we don't really know how he would fit this year in the Zach Taylor system. The Bengals are a bad team. Uh, they can't run the ball. The offensive line is horrible. But the likes of Tyler Boyd's put up great numbers. So we have to assume A.J. Brown or AJ Green. I don't know why I said A.J. Brown there. A.J. Green will be putting up uh, some good numbers in that system. So um, is he is he going to benefit from moving? Is he not going to benefit from moving if he is to stay put? Um if you look at here, the Patriots, the 49ers, teams of that nature, I don't think it's that big of an improvement. Actually, maybe a downgrade. You know, you go to the Patriots and that Bill Pelchuk system, you know, they spread the ball around, uh, running back to the backfield. The 49ers are a run-first offense. They made that clear. And um, I guess if you are going to say the Eagles, the Texans, or even the Colts or things of that nature, there is a big boost in, uh, you know, some fantasy value there because you have 
top tier talent at quarterback slinging the ball, and you're going to throw the ball early and often on those teams. Fro, where do you think uh, the value would be for AJ Green if he is to move? Yeah, so AJ Green, I'd actually would much prefer him to stay in Cincinnati if I'm an AJ Green owner, which I am in one of my leagues because Cincinnati is actually throwing the ball the third most out of any team in the NFL. And once you go to the Eagles, once you go to the Patriots, you really have a lot of other competition. Whereas, you know, the Bengals can't seem to stay healthy. And other than, you know, uh, Tyler Boyd there, there's really not a lot of talent around Andy Dalton that's currently healthy. So once AJ Green comes back and if he stays in Cincinnati, I think that's his best bet rather than going somewhere else where he'll just kind of get mixed into it. Yeah, that's a way to look at it. Um, it, it, like they throw the ball a ton in Cincinnati. It may not be effective every time, but uh, you know he's been proven to put up points in that you know that slow pace Marvin Lewis system that was there before. So it'd, it'd be great to see what he can do with that Zach Taylor system. Hope he comes back soon because he was a guy ball early and often in a lot of drafts. And I can't wait to plug in my lineup. So Fro, I know you have a wide receiver here yourself. You want to talk about? Yeah. So uh, with uh, Darnold finally coming back, Sam Darnold finally coming back. I think. Robbie Anderson, his value is going to start to skyrocket. You know, this this offense, people tend to forget how good the Jets' offense actually is when they're fully healthy. There's There was a lot of hype coming into the season, and essentially their season is just beginning. You know, they had Herndon, who's been suspended, and he actually might even be out another game. You know, we have their backup, Trevor Simeon, got injured, and then they had third strings quarterbacks in getting absolutely destroyed by a pretty elite defense as we saw you know 10 sacks against the eagles you know pick six a fumble score like it was i was actually at that game and it was great to be an eagles fan but we were there with the jets fan and she was not having a good time at all but i kept on her you know there's light at the end of the tunnel for the jets and robbie anderson you know the, the jets could be a seller they've actually already come out and said they're expected to be a seller you know by the trade deadline which makes sense you know whether he gets traded or not i think he is going his value his value is going to go up a lot because these teams need these these like burners these guys that have that speed who can break break you know downfield coverage up that we something that the Jets have been missing something that the Eagles have been missing without Deshaun Jackson it's something that's very underrated and you know Robbie Anderson he's on your waivers right now I I would grab him just just to stash him because I just have a feeling regardless of where he ends up in the next few weeks which team you know he's going to be a pretty valuable fantasy asset. Yeah, he's a very talented player and has shown that at times when given the po- the opportunity in New York. It's just uh, it doesn't happen often. And if he has to move and, and say move to one of those teams we just talked about, it could be a great boost. And you could get yourself a very valuable fantasy asset, uh, just, you know, like the fro said, sitting there on your waiver wire. So I'm going to talk about one more guy here. We'll go running back this time. This is Kenyon Drake, the Miami Dolphins. You know, the Dolphins are pretty adamant about tanking. They're adamant about moving anyone with value. So if you come in with any form of offer for anyone on their team, they pretty much seem to accept it. So Kenyon Drake, you know, the running back there, he he's the pretty much the only guy touching the ball in the backfield. It's not good, though. He has 31 carries, 113 yards, 13 receptions, 107 yards, and zero touchdowns. He's averaging just 3.6 yards per carry. And that's zero. That's that's almost a full yard less than a year ago, uh, just shy of 0.9 yards per carry um, difference. So a lot has to do with how bad this offense is, how bad the offensive line is, how few chances he's getting, because he has 31 carries in the season, which is absolutely low. But this team is is trailing early and often. But um, say he goes to, say, the Buccaneers or he comes a backup in, in, in um, 
Jacksonville or goes to Texans where they could use a boost there. You know, the Texans had some success uh, recently with a former Miami running back, so that may be a place to go. Maybe he heads up to Washington if they are to make a move. Who knows what they'll do because they're probably going to be sellers as well. But those are just some teams that, you know, top of my head who could use a running back or you could use a backup. And Kenny Drake's talented. He's a very good pass-catching back. So, you know, in, in Houston where they're kind of lacking that right now, they thought Duke John be that guy but he's just not getting involved you know they have carlos hyde who's an inefficient runner you know he gets the chances but he just is you know he's a he's a 3.5 yard per carry type of back so if you get drake in there that could be a big boost for houston uh defense or a houston offense and if he's on your waiver wire you know the speculation starts getting tossed around maybe he's worth a stash deeper league for sure because if he has to make a move say it's a houston texans or things something like that um you're getting at this point in the season if you listen to the waiver wire wishlist podcast, you've heard this before, but at this point in the season, the running backs in the waiver wire are so bare. They're scarce to find someone with value. So if you are to scoop up, say, Kenyon Drake, stash him on your bench, and he is to be moved and has some kind of up boost in value, there you go. You made a good move. And with the buys coming up, you know, you need a flex, you need an RB2. Drake could be that guy, especially if he has to move teams. Uh, you feel the same way here, Fro? Uh, actually, not. Just because um, I think Miami has just been absolute trash in the way they've handled everything this season. I don't know if they're going to even want to trade him. And I want absolutely nothing to do with any Dolphin on my team. You know, unless you're maybe a 16-team league. You know, I wouldn't even reach for him in a 12-team league. Because I, I kind of am finding myself, like, in a tough situation. Even with the, the Chiefs running backs, there's too many, too many options or just too much inconsistency, and it's just killing every single week. Like, you'd have to be so desperate, so desperate to have to go out and get Kenyon Drake because I just, I honestly just don't, I cannot see him doing anything. I need to find a guy who has a little bit more consistency. I don't care if the guy gets eight points, seven points, eight points a week because Kenyon Drake can go out there and get you 10 points once and then go five weeks and score two points, and he's going to lose you a league. You know, so I think you got to find someone with a little more consistency. But uh, yeah, for sure. But it, you know, there's there are these deeper leagues. You're 14, you're 16, like you said. Even you're 12. You could be desperate at this point in the season. You could really need a a boost. And you know, with the likes of say you you load your waiver wire and you have you know these dudes like uh, Tony Pollard who is not getting touches and maybe an Alexander Madison who should be rostered in most leagues. But it's it's just uh you know at this point in the season it may be worth a worth a stash. Uh, if you are desperate, maybe your running backs are hurt. You you, you just can't get going. But who's, we'll see. We'll see if any of these guys move. This is, of course, all speculation. These guys could just stay put, and everything we just talked about would be uh, irrelevant. So uh, let's move on to our next segment. We're going to talk about the, the the top five rookies or top five rookies. I guess this is not exactly a, a, a complete ranking of, 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 of um, rookies. We're just going to talk about some of the more hyped guys going into the season, some of the guys with a lot of value, and see how they're doing and touching on their fantasy football value. So we'll start off here with probably the most, you know, not probably the most, the most fantasy relevant rookie this year. That's Josh Jacobs, the running back out of Oakland. Uh, so far, he's a, he has 88 carries, 430 yards, four touchdowns, and averaging 4.9 yards per carry. That's rather impressive. He's the RB13 thus far, and he just went for 123 yards and two touchdowns against the Bears. This is something we kind of assumed would happen, but I think he's off to a better start than a lot of people thought. Uh, where are you with this, with Josh Jacobs, bro? Yeah, I mean, obviously we didn't we didn't quite expect that quite breakout performance he had last week with you know only almost thirty points. Uh, you know he's he's had some issues here and there. He's been on the injury report. I know he was he was actually sick a few weeks ago. Um, the Raiders are just one of those teams. It's tough to trust anyone, but we knew the volume was going to be there with Josh Jacobs, and 
you know, after week four, he was only RB20. And then after last week, he jumped all the way up to RB13, which is, you know, RB1 status right there, averaging six, just over 16 PPR points a game. And obviously, Josh Jacobs is the, the best rookie running back in this draft as far as fantasy goes. I think David Montgomery could actually be uh, kind of pushing him by the by the time the season's over. But Josh Jacobs, is, you know, he, if I had him in my league, I would be more than happy right now. All right, let's talk about a guy that we you know you know really well. That's Miles Sanders. Uh, he's got 54 carries, 193 yards. He hasn't scored a touchdown yet, averages 3.6 yards per carry, which is a little a little on low end here. And he has 10 receptions for 133 yards. He's currently the RB 38. It seems that when Sanders gets going or, or starts to impress, all of a sudden Jordan Howard comes out of nowhere and does something good and kind of takes some touches away. But uh, you know, as an Eagles fan, as a Eagles diehard, you've seen this man operate more than anything. Um, I guess, what do you think Miles Sanders' fancy value is for the rest of the season? How has he performed thus far? Well, thus far, he's he's done what it's been asked of him. He's extremely well. He's extremely great pass blocker, which is great for you know real life football. He's he's good at screens, but he just hasn't quite found the way. He doesn't quite have that vision that I expected him to have. He can't quite explode through the hole without you know making the right read when he's trying to run the ball he you know he's averaging you know eight nine points a game in ppr and it's not realistic and the fact that jordan howard isn't playing so well this is kind of the opposite is what you know people expect in a fantasy we expected howard to start the season and then miles sanders get get his feet wet get all that rookie dust off of him and then he would take over but now it's going opposite and doug peterson already said Howard is going to get more carries, which in reality he really should get more carries because he's playing great. You know, Jordan Howard is no is no chump, and people kind of forget that Jordan Howard is actually a really good running back. So I think Miles Sanders, he's going to be tough to even start as a flex going forward with you know bearing any injuries. Yeah, like the fro said, this is a guy we were definitely like you know. Uh, Jordan Howard's going to start this season in a struggle. The Miles Sanders is going to come out of nowhere and blow things out of the water. Hasn't been that way. You know, Jordan Howard's getting the red zone red zone work, red zone look, scoring the touchdowns. You know, we're five weeks deep in Sanders yet to find the end zone. That'll come. That'll come. He's getting a decent amount of work and not a crazy amount. But like the fro said, I can't imagine, unless you're desperate or something changes in the upcoming weeks, that you would put him into your starting lineup. But he's definitely worth a stash in your team. And uh, he's going to be a good player and a player you're going to draft early and often in, you know, in leagues to come. So next, we're going to talk about a guy that Fro already alluded to. This is David David Montgomery, who was arguably the most hyped, I would say, uh, rookie coming into the fantasy football season. A lot of people were super high on this guy. I am one who is not. Uh, so far this season, he's the RB28, 69 carries, 225 yards, two touchdowns, just 3.3 yards per carry, nine receptions for 72 yards. Uh, you know, he made a living in college by – uh, getting yards after the contact, and, he, and he's figuring it out in the NFL. It's a little bit different than playing Big Twelve defenses, where he can't just shed these tackles because he's a he's a faster guy. I find him to be a limited runner. He doesn't have the speed or the quickness. Can't get to the holes that he wants to. I could be wrong coming forward, but um, I still get this question often. You know, should I start David Montgomery? Should I start David Montgomery? Um, I guess 
yes, he's he could be a flex guy, but as an RB1 and RB2, where a lot of people drafted him as an RB2, he just isn't there yet. RB28, he's on the fringe of an RB2, but you know those two touchdowns kind of boost that up a little bit. Not catching passes in the backfield, as I predicted, but I know, Fro, you're a little high in this guy. You think he's going to have a, a, a better, you know, second or second third of the of the year here? Yeah, so I was high on this guy coming in, you know, for the draft, for all the hype, for you know, for all the same reasons that you mentioned, for the hype that how how well he was as a as a prospect. But it, I think that the issue is the Bears just aren't using him as well, and they've actually put Tariq Cohen at wide receiver a lot more. And we knew Cohen was going to be the main, you know, passing back. But, you know, they're not using David Montgomery as well as they should. And that could open up here and there. But like you said, they're in a very hard division. They play against some of the best defenses in the NFL. So David Montgomery, just he's he's going to really struggle the rest of the season. And you're going to find yourself, you know, you're going to want to start him each week. But he's going to have a good week. He's going to have a bad week. And it's going to get real frustrating. So, I mean, David Montgomery... I would just kind of, I would honestly look for for someone to replace him that's a little bit safer because you're gonna lose your you're gonna lose your matchups and be really upset because he's just not producing. Yeah, he still has that name basis where you can trade him solely on his name to you know someone who isn't as involved as a fantasy football fan and as you are listening to this podcast right now. So I'll uh, use his name, uh, move him. Like the Fro says, you have the Green Bay Packers in the division who are a very good defense, which is weird to say. Very good uh, defensive line. You have the Minnesota Vikings who are perennial, very good defense. And the Detroit Lions is a sneaky good defense. People don't want to think about it. They have some talent on that team as well. So, yeah, uh, we'll keep fading David Montgomery for now. We would uh, throw Nikhil Harry in here as, you know, uh, that first-round wide receiver taken out of New England. But he's been in the IR this season. So we'll go uh, DK Metcalf next, the wide receiver out of Seattle. 26 targets, 12 receptions, 267 yards, 22.3 yards per catch, which is uh, rather impressive. Two touchdowns, and he's wide receiver 46 through this time. So I'll let you kick this one off. Uh, Fro, uh, what do you think about Metcalf? How's he got on thus far? And uh, how do you think he's going to do for the rest of the season? I love it. I love him now. Coming out, I was I was a little a little skeptical of him, but I love DK Metcalf. I love his whole Seattle offense. I, I don't love how he keeps taking targets from Tyler Lockett, but DK Metcalf is the truth. You know, he dropped in the NFL draft, and Pete Carroll even said he has no idea how he dropped that far in the draft. He's He's big. He's fast. He's exactly what Russell Westbrook needs. At you know, when Russell Westbrook's you know, coverage breaks down and he kind of scrambles, he makes plays. Metcalf is the guy in the back of the end zone, the guy that's getting open. DK Metcalf the rest of the season, he could be he's easily a flex start every week, as high as a you know wide receiver too. And if you if you have him, you probably got him real cheap. And I would I would do everything I could to get him in my lineup. Yeah, he's a big play type of guy waiting to happen. Uh, if you watch the Seahawks Rams game last Thursday, you know, he caught that bomb from Russell Wilson, uh, you know, untouched in the end zone. That's the type of plays you're going to get. You know, people were real skeptical about this guy because his, uh, you know, his inability to run routes and, you know, that bad shuttle score at the draft after putting up absolutely freakish numbers everywhere else. But when you're that big and that fast, you really don't need to run the rats because you just run a straight line. You can out jump anyone, can outrun anyone. And it's, it's, it's crazy. I was hiring this guy going to the draft are going to the season, I guess the draft as well. It's just perfect. This is what Russell Wilson needs. When he had Jimmy Graham there, who, you know, isn't a DK Metcalf, and DK Metcalf is not a Jimmy Graham, but he's a big body target, and Russell Wilson loves those guys. Same with Will Disley, just a big dude. 
and Russell Wilson loves those guys and loves to give them the ball. You know, I don't like right now he's he's catching less than 50% of his targets, but that's a lot because he's getting targeted down the field so often. You know, these are these are deep throws going toward him, and you're not going to haul in every single deep throw. So, like DeFro said, moving forward, DK, DK Metcalf is a must-start, essentially. Russell Wilson's playing an MVP-type level. You know, has a pretty has some good matchups coming for the rest of the season as well. You know, you have the Cardinals, uh, you know, uh, Cardinals, and I forget who else they play, but they have some good matchups coming. So watch for DK Metcalf to finish this season strong. And I guess if we're going to talk about hype, we got to throw Kyler Murray in here. Um, right now, he's 126 for 201, 13, 24 yards, four touchdowns, four interceptions, and has 206 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. He got his first win of his career last week. He's doing well. Um, you know, the, we predicted that there'd be some hiccups, you know, coming in with this with this quarterback like we've never seen in the NFL before. You know, Cliff Kinsbury bringing his you know offensive mastermind to the league. Things are starting to click. You have some great talent there. Christian Kirk is a fantastic receiver catching the ball. You have the ages wonder Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Legend, you know, hauling in passes, and the offensive line's a little bit improved. David Johnson's getting back in a form. This is a this is this is fun to see. Um, I know, Fro, you love this guy going into the draft. You were very high on this guy. And uh, what what, do you, what what have you seen from Kyler so far this season that you love? And what's there to expect for him throughout the rest of the season? Well, what we've seen is he's getting better every single week. You know, we can see the, the Cardinals' offense getting better every single week. The only thing that's a little concerning is David Johnson is a little banged up. He didn't practice today, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. That could definitely change things a little bit. But, I mean, Kyler Murray, you know, he's going up against the Texans. I'm sorry, the Texans, the Falcons this week. And we just saw what Will Fuller and Deshaun Watson did against that Falcons defense. And I think that the uh, the Cardinals are in a prime position to, like, to just have blow up and put up, you know, 35 or more points on Sunday and it's I would honestly I would grab Kyler Murray get him in your lineup this week he's going to be my quarterback must start he has just been he's been lights out he scored back-to-back rushing touchdowns which is great because that's that's why we drafted him in the first place because of the high floor we we kind of saw a little bit of a uh, slow start to the rushing at the beginning of the season but he's starting to come along and, and kind of realize his full potential so now that his full arsenal has been released he's uh he's certainly a must start this week yeah, so, uh, you know, the Fro jumped us into our next segment here. This is the must-start players of the week. You know, these are the players we talk about every week. The segment's featured in this podcast where we talk about the players who we suggest get into your lineups. And Kyler Murray kicked off the show, so I'm going to go with my quarterback, my main man, Gardner Minshew, is my quarterback to start this week. The Saints have given up the third most points to opposing quarterbacks, and opposing quarterbacks have uh, averaged at least 23 points to uh over the last, or I guess the first five weeks of the season. So uh, Minshew at home, uh, you know, Saints are coming to town, Teddy Bridgewater uh, uh, opposing him. Actually, a uh, funny story, um, one of the contributors for our website, uh, Mike, is he's a big Jaguars fan. He lives up here in Pennsylvania with me. But he's he had these tickets he bought in the offseason to go down to Jacksonville, you know, spent a ton of money to do this, and he's expecting to see Nick Foles versus Drew Brees. He's getting Gardner Minshew versus Teddy Bridgewater, so that's that's a little funny. But, yeah, uh, I think Minshew has a great week. The Saints can't seem to slow anyone down. It's going to be a high-scoring affair, as always, when it comes to the Saints. Um, it's not the same defense we saw last year where they were very good. The last two years, the Saints have been good, but this year they haven't been able to get things together. So uh, if you have Minshew, get him to your lineup. I think he's going to have a great week. Yes, I love it. love Minshew. Try to grab him out the waivers. 
But of course, he was a hot commodity last this week, so missed on him. But that's all right. Uh, my next must start of the week. Uh, this is kind of obvious, but this was this is extra, extra, extra must start. It's going to be uh, Mark Ingram going against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Any any time you have a running back going against the Bengals, you start them. It does not matter who it is because they are going to light it up. The Cincinnati Bengals cannot stop anything or anyone. They are the worst rushing defense in the league, and nothing is going to change this week when the uh, the top-heavy rushing offense in the league, the Ravens, come to town. And Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson, get them in your lineup. All right, since we're on the running back topic, I'll scoot over here to my main man, Chris Thompson. Take on the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Thompson actually is averaging five receptions per game with 10.7 yards per reception. So out of the backfield, he's only averaging about four rushes. But this is going to be a sloppy game. You know, who wants to see this Dolphins versus Washington? Uh, One for the ages. So someone's got to put up some points. I think it's Chris Thompson. Uh, the Dolphins can't slow anyone. Washington at least has some pieces in place to like slow down someone as opposed to Miami. So I think Chris Thompson has himself a week. All right. And my third must start of the week. I'm going with none other than Will Fuller, who had a huge breakout game last week. 52 fantasy points. Luckily, I had Deshaun Watson and Fuller in my league and Put up 185 points in our Dynasty League after starting the season 0-4. How about that? Funny how that works. But uh, I would completely ride Will Fuller. I think that the breakout game is just it's just going to kind of be his light to to get the season completely rolling. He's Like I said last week, he has been inches from just breaking out every game this season. And, you know, Hopkins has not been playing that well. But I would ride Will Fuller this week 100% get him in your lineup. Well, before we move on here, I go to my next two. Uh, let's do a little bragging moment. Last week, like the Frosa, we told you guys to play Will Fuller, who had a 53.7 point PPR uh, performance. Fantastic. And we also suggested that you play Adam Fillion after we talked about, you know, the struggling Minnesota Vikings offense, and he went for 32 points. So uh, that's just some of the output that we suggest here on this podcast that you can have in your fantasy lineup if you take note. So my wide receiver this week is Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, we alluded to this a little bit with the Colin Murray pick. The Falcons' defense has allowed 10 touchdowns over the first five weeks to opposing wide receivers. That's averaging two per game. That's a lot. That's a lot of touchdowns, so expect Larry Legend to find, uh, find the end zone. If, uh, and if uh, Kyler Murray's going off, there's a good chance Larry Fitzgerald is as well. And uh, you don't have anyone else here, Pharrell, right? Not at this time, correct. All right, I'm going to royal here into my final pick, the tight end. I'm going Greg Olson. You know, Kyle, when Kyle Allen took over this team, Greg Olson's kind of been like an afterthought in this offense, but the last time that the Panthers played the Buccaneers this season also went for six receptions for 110 yards. So he has that history already this season against the Buccaneers. So uh, if you have Greg Olson, if you need a tight end this week, Greg Olson could be your guy. So that's uh, that's our show for the week. We talked uh, we talked a lot of content here. Uh, we talked trade, possible trades, breaking down the rookies, and of course our must draft players of the week. So one more time for the good people, where can they find you on social media, Fantasy Fro? You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy Fro. It's as simple as that. You can find me Nate on. 
Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at We Know Fantasy. Be sure to visit our website, We Know Fantasy dot com for some free and uh you know a lot of great fantasy football content as well if you're not getting enough out of these out of these podcasts be sure to check out our website speaking of podcasts i'll be back monday with my waiver wire wish list podcast that drops every monday where i talk with the players to add off the waiver wire for the week ahead and tomorrow we'll be back with the we know fantasy contributors podcast where a group of contributors uh, f- who write for us, who who do podcasts for us, will uh, you know give us a different perspective on the week that was and a week in advance, just to hear some different voices here in the We Know Fantasy Network. So, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week, as always. Uh, my name is Nate. We're here with the Fro, and we'll see you later. Peace.